Hi, friends. Thank you for joining us on Fitness Friday. This is a ministry out of Christ Episcopal Church. My name is uh, Sunil Chandy. I'm the rector and priest at Christ Episcopal Church, and uh, we thank you for being with us. Today, we are continuing our conversation with uh, about fitness and mental health, and we have Sharon Yonkin, our continuing guest on uh, Food for Thought and also Fit for Fitness Friday. And today she is going to talk to us about the importance of sleep. And so, uh, uh, Dave, please bring uh, Sharon on board. Father Sneel. Say, Sharon, so how are you? I'm doing well. So glad to be here on Fitness Friday. I, I'm going to call it Fuchsia Fitness Friday. All right. And <laughs> yes. So, talking about sleep, yes. So, sleep hygiene, believe it or not, that's a term, sleep hygiene. Very important in terms of emotional well-being. Sleep is one of the most important mood regulators. And so we want to try to get um, an amount of sleep that you want to try to get an amount of sleep that feels good, usually between seven to nine hours. You got to be careful. You don't want to sleep too much or sleep too little. Um, sometimes when people are sleeping a lot, that's a symptom of depression and it can feed into kind of behaviors that are unhelpful for mood. Not enough sleep can increase irritability, anxiety, and also challenges with depression as well. So physio I think of sleep as the, there's the physiology of sleep and the psychology of sleep. So the physiology, one of the things I do when I assess folks is I look for, are there any physiological things that need to be treated? Is someone snoring? Perhaps they might have sleep apnea because if they're not getting enough oxygen, that can affect well-being. Um, if do they have restless legs? Are they so if they're you know want to be careful to make sure one of our sleep experts would say that if you've had insomnia for longer than three months, even if you're attributing it to anxiety or depression, there's a possibility there might be a sleep disorder that needs to be assessed there in a physiological way. Mm. So I don't I don't know if you want to say anything about that piece, but well, no, I. Uh... You know, this is really interesting, though, so, Sharon. When you when you brought up this topic, I mean, this is something that I I struggle with. I uh, and part of it is that um, I get between four to five hours of sleep on average, and I've had this since 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 high school. And I'm trying to get more sleep, but it's always hard for me. I can get up, so this is this is an important subject for me. It is hard. And I would say folks may not be aware of this, but there are people who are trained to treat uh, sleep behaviors and psychologists, actually. We have one in our practice who's a sleep expert. And so if you were to meet with her, she would rule out any physiological reasons as to why you're having challenges with sleep. Then she would look at your sleep behaviors and she would have you keep a sleep log. Um, and our expert would say that the two most important things to regulating sleep are to exercise daily and to go to bed at the same time and wake up at the same time. Yeah. Um, so I usually exercise every day, uh, almost every day. And the, the only thing I, but, and, and I usually sleep between 11, but I get up at around five, four or five o'clock every morning. Mm -hmm. And, um, I try to sleep at 11, but. I don't, you know, but I think, you know, that's interesting. I, I didn't know that they had sleep therapists like this. this that's yes. Yes. And so general, some, just a few general sleep hygiene tips, and then uh, we could talk all day about this, but um, in general, you know, you want to make sure your room is cool enough 
Uh, you want to make sure it's dark. These are sleep hygiene tips. Um, you want to make sure you don't have the TV in the bedroom or other electronics, whether your computer or your phone, because your bed, you, you begin to associate your bed with activity, with mental activity, and it's hard to relax. Um, no caffeine after four. These are kind of some, yeah. And, or I've also had sometimes folks will have, I've had uh, practitioners have their folks stop all caffeine to see if that makes a difference with some of the sleep challenges they may be having. Um, and then they're- I don't want to sleep anymore. <laughs> yeah. So th those are some, there are other things we could go into, but I think that's probably, you know, for now, those are some, some of the main things I'd want to convey about sleep. Well, the whole idea about uh, sleep affecting mood, you know, and that that's really interesting because, you know, um, although I feel great and I always feel energetic, you know, but there was a time where, you know, like uh, that I would get really anxious throughout the uh, throughout the day. And so the idea about, you know, not getting enough sleep. Now I'm finding that, I, you know, I used to have this like uh, the, I, the iPhone uh, watch, iWatch, and it, I would monitor my sleep. And the thing is, I'd get anxious about monitoring. I was just, I was, I was going to put that as a final sort of, on the other hand, do not get anxious about sleep. <laughs> that is, the, that's the tough thing to balance here. You know, we, we would also like, we think about it this way. Um, if you do have trouble falling asleep, you can get up go in the other room, do something relaxing, don't turn the TV on, go back again, try counting backwards, nine, breathe in nine and out nine, in eight and out eight, all the way down to one. I love um, that. And that's a helpful one. Or you can try middle of the night thinking, which is recognizing in the middle of the night, it doesn't really make sense to try to problem solve because your thinking is going to be very exaggerated. And so say, you know, I'll think about this in the morning. Um, so those are some, but ultimately if you can't fall asleep, don't panic, you know, try to at least understand that your body's still resting and you'll be fine. You'll, you're, you'll still get through the next day. Okay. But it's really important to not panic about having challenges with sleep as well. And there are lots of resources out there. I love the counting. Uh, so nine, breathe eight, breathe, uh, seven, and go all the way down to 10. Yeah, breathe in nine and out nine, and in eight and out eight, and go all the way down to one, and then start at eight and all the way down to one, and then seven and all the way down to one. Yeah, that'll put me to sleep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, and so mindfully focus on your breathing. Yeah, yeah. My, my sometimes my go-to is like uh, getting up and then going to, something to eat <laughs> that's terrible <laughs> well actually sometimes someone can't sleep because maybe they've eaten too much too late or they do need a little bit of a snack but to try to eat something though that is not going to be full of sugar or something that might uh wind you up and you know, like another cup of money. coffee <laughs> right don't have that don't have that extra cup of coffee in the middle of the night yes well this is a, these are wonderful tips. And I, I know that this is a part of an ongoing series that you're, uh, that, that this is, that 
you're giving us, and that is to help us with our mental health as we think about uh, being health over, healthy overall. And mm -hmm. so again, uh, Sharon, thank you for being with us, and uh, we'll see you next next time for another tip. Sounds great. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>